Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is episode number 52. This is a Lesson Companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Spring 2021 Lesson Manual or Student Workbook and turn to Lesson number 7, intended for April 18th, 2021, the lesson entitled Awake. If you are not a Word of Flame curriculum customer, we invite you to grab your Bibles, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. All right, well, before we look into God's Word together, if you want to go ahead and turn with me, we have three different passages we're going to read from, Romans chapter 13, Ephesians chapter 5, and Revelation chapter 3. So Romans 13, Ephesians 5, and Revelation chapter 3. She was told it would only take 13 minutes for the eggs to be boiled just right. And lacking confidence, Rachel set a timer, knowing that without it, things could end badly. Trusting the time to make up for her tendency to get distracted, she began cleaning the kitchen. Rachel, come see this, she heard from the front door. She quickly dried her hands and was off to see what was happening with the project in the front yard. After much inspecting, admiring, and collaborating on the finished project, she heard loud popping and shouts as the kids ran from the house exclaiming that the kitchen was on fire. My eggs! Rachel ran to the house to find the kitchen full of smoke and a warped, blackened pot. There was burned egg everywhere. The ceiling, cabinets, floors, counters, and refrigerator were splattered with exploded, burned egg. Her first reaction was to get angry at her husband for distracting her, but the truth was she knew that she should have watched the pot. She also knew of her tendency to be easily distracted. The hours that it took to get the egg cleaned up and the smell out of the house could have been avoided if she had only stayed alert and not allowed herself to forget where her focus needed to be. Just like the timer could have helped Rachel successfully boil eggs, allowing the spirit to alert us to danger and keep us from distractions can help us overcome the enemy of our souls. Won't you turn with me to Romans 13, Ephesians chapter 5, Revelation chapter 3, and let's look at what God's Word would speak to us today as we look at this lesson entitled Awake, the focus thought we must stay awake and watchful in order to overcome the enemy of our souls. All right, Romans chapter 13, read verses 11 and 12. Verse 11 says, And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Verse 12, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. And then look at Ephesians chapter 5, one verse there, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, Wherefore he sayest, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. And then Revelation chapter 3, we've been looking at the book of Revelation the last few weeks, chapter 3, the first six verses, And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest, and art dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect 
before God. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If, therefore, thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. There's interesting themes that seem to pop up here in these passages that we read that I want to take a look at. This theme, this idea of being awake, this theme of being watchful. And then what is the significance of the white clothing that he mentions in the last couple verses of the passages that we read? So I want to look at this. The focus thought for the ver- for the lesson that we're pulling these uh, scripture passages from, the focus thought that we'll kind of stick close to a little bit, but we must stay awake and be watchful in order to overcome the enemy of our souls. In Romans chapter 13, verses 11 and 12, we see that this theme, Paul is writing to the Romans saying that it's high time, it's, it's, it's time to awake out of sleep because salvation is near. We need to cast off the work of darkness, put on the armor of light. Ephesians 5.14, Paul writing to the church at Ephesus says, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. This theme of awake, awakens, high time to awake out of sleep, or awake thou that sleepest. What are some signs that we are asleep? Now I'm talking spiritually here. It's... Physically, we know some signs that we're asleep. Usually our eyes are closed. I've seen a few people fall asleep with their eyes halfway open. You've probably seen those too. But usually, physically, when we're asleep, our eyes are closed. Our breathing gets, uh, it's our, our breathing maybe slows a little bit. Um, we get into a, a, a state where we're unaware really of our surroundings right? We, we, don't, we, we can't really hear things necessarily. Now, something loud, uh, loud noise or a loud sound could startle us awake, but for the most part, we become numb to the outside world, to the real world around us. And I think that's interesting. If we look at it spiritually, what are some signs that we are spiritually asleep? I think one of those is that we begin to deny reality. We don't recognize what is happening around us. It's as if we are awake physically. We're alive, but we're in this dream state. We're not aware and alert to what's really going on around us. We hear of things happening around our world, or we hear of things happening in the news, or we 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 hear of of how people are acting, or the different um, events that are happening around us. And we, we it doesn't it doesn't startle us. It doesn't it doesn't cause us to be concerned. We're we're unmoved. There is this denial of reality. Just as when we are asleep physically, when we are asleep spiritually, we become numb to the outside world. We become numb to what's going on around us. We don't recognize the signs of the times that Scripture tells us these things are going to happen. These things are going to come to pass. And when you see these things come to pass, lift up your eyes. Your redemption draws nigh. The the coming of the Lord is at hand. And I think that we become numb to those things and we don't recognize them when we are asleep. And Paul is telling the Romans, for those of you that are asleep, 
It's high time to wake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. We told the church at Ephesus, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. I think it's important that we awaken ourselves. I think it's important that we become alert to what's going on around us in our world. It doesn't mean that you have to concern yourself with the news of the day all the time and keep uh, and keep certain television stations tuned to some ch- to to the news or keep your radio always tuned to the news because you always want to know what's going on. I don't think you have to bombard yourself with that. I don't think you have to be constantly checking social media to see what's going on in the world. You're going to you're going to completely just wear yourself out if all you do is fill yourself with that kind of news because it's, it's a lot of it is so negative. But it also doesn't mean that we bury our head in the sand and we pretend that nothing's going on around us. Because we must be alert and aware of what's happening in our world. And not only just, another reason don't just consume yourself with the news, we need to keep our faces and our hearts and our minds and our eyes into the Word of God. Because the Word of God is going to give us wisdom and direction. Prayer connected to the Holy Ghost, praying to the Lord, is going to give us direction and wisdom and how to handle the things that are going on in our world. So if you find yourself numb to what's going on and you don't, you don't, you don't feel moved, you don't feel stirred, you don't feel challenged, you don't feel like you feel like everything's just kind of rolling along and fine. If it could be a sign that you are asleep, it could be a sign that you're asleep. And Paul's warning, Paul's. Call comes to us today. Awake, thou that sleepest. Arise from the dead. It's high time to awake out of sleep. Let's not deny reality. Let's not be unmoved by what's going on around us. We are called to love our neighbor as ourselves. We're called to reach people and touch people and 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 encourage people and and pray with people and challenge people. We're we're called to be a light in this world. And we must arise and awaken and be the light that we are called to be. Not be unmoved, but let us be stirred in our spirits to be the people God has called us to be. So this first theme of awake, awake thou that sleepest. But then in the next, the first few verses of Revelation 3, another theme comes here. He's writing to the angel of the church in Sardis. And I know thy works, he says. You have a name that you live, but you're dead. You have a name that says you're alive. You have a name that means that you're alive, but you're really dead. And here's the theme that comes up, verse 2 and verse 3. First, he says, be watchful. Be watchful. And then verse th- verse 3 says, Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If, therefore, thou shalt not watch... I'll come on thee as a thief, and you'll not know what hour I shall come on thee. This theme of watching, and it's closely related, I think, to this idea of being awake, but being watchful. kind of reminds me of when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying, and he was seeking, uh, he, he was praying and, and, and debating. All this was getting ready to happen to him. He understood something incredible was about to happen to him, and he tried to get his disciples to stay awake and pray. And they kept falling asleep. And remember, he tells the disciples to uh, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He told his disciples to be watchful. How can we be watchful? What does it mean for us to be watchful? Verse 2 of Revelation 3 tells us, be, or told the church at Sardis, be watchful. Jesus told his disciples, watch and pray. I think being watchful can mean that we are to be careful 
We're to be very careful about how we live our lives, about the things that we involve ourselves in. Be very, very careful. Refuse to become desensitized. Uh, Guard our hearts and guard our minds. We must be watchful. Keep our eyes open. I think being watchful means stay awake. (laughs) Stay awake. If you're you're being put on watch, you're guarding something, you put on watch for the night, you're the stay awake while everybody else goes to sleep. I know there's people that that sell fireworks during the July 4th holiday, and I've, I've heard of I've never done it myself, but I've heard of those individuals and churches that have done it, and they and 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 I understand that because of thieves that will come during the night, um, they they're these people that will sell these fireworks will stay the night for those few nights that they're selling fireworks. They'll stay the night and they'll be there, and and usually a couple of them will stay because one of them needs to be up all the time. Someone stays awake for a couple hours while the other one sleeps, and then the other one will wake up and be on watch. The other one's, it, they're being watchful. They're being vigilant. They're keeping their eyes open. They're staying awake. It reminds me of Jesus saying that, watch and pray that you enter not into, enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Be watchful. Be vigilant for your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion goeth about seeking whom he may devour. We need to be watchful be careful be alert be awake we don't need to fall asleep now i'm not talking again not physically we're talking spiritually here we need to fall asleep in this day and time we can't afford to fall asleep we can't afford to become dulled by by our senses dulled by the things that are happening around us we can't afford to become unmoved or deny the reality that's around us we need to awaken and we need to be watchful keep our eyes open keep our hearts open guard our hearts guard our minds we need to be awake and we need to be watchful we need to be on the watch for our families. We need to be on the watch for our spouses, on the watch for our, for our kids. We need to be on the watch for our souls because the adversary is going about seeking whom he may devour, trying to catch people off guard, trying to catch people that are falling asleep, trying to catch people that are, are, are denying reality, that aren't being watchful, that aren't being alert. We must stay watchful. We've got to guard those things that are most precious to us. Be alert, be awake, and be watchful. And then the last few verses of Revelation chapter 3, talk verse 4 and verse 5 talk about this white raiment, this walking. Verse 4, they, there are some in Sardis, the, the, the church he's talking to here, who've not defiled their garments, he said. They shall walk with me in white, for they're worthy. In verse 5, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. What's the significance of the white raiment? I don't know that's necessarily the color so much as it is white represents the, uh, the cleanliness, purity, the white raiment. Elsewhere in the book of Revelation, um, John asked the question of the Lord, who are these who are robed in white apparel? Who are these? And here's the voice say, these are they who have come out of great tribulation, may wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb. The white raiment here seems to signify people who have gone through a time of testing and have proved themselves worthy or proved themselves pure. They have kept their, they have stayed awake. 
They have remained watchful and they have, they have listened for the voice of the Lord and the Lord has led them through a time of testing and led them through a time of difficulty and has brought them and he says, I'm gonna, you're going to walk with me in white. You're going to be robed and clothed in white. You've made yourself pure. You've allowed me to, to guide, direct, and lead you. And, I, and that's my desire. I want to one day stand before him and be robed in white, made it through tribulation, made it through struggle, made it through to the trials of this life. I stayed awake. I stayed alert. I stayed watchful. And I allowed the Spirit of the Lord to guide me and lead me and direct me. And I think that ought to be our goal. We got to stay. We must stay awake. I challenge you, wherever you are right now listening to this podcast today, I challenge you to remain watchful. Don't be lulled to sleep by the by the things of this world. Don't be lulled to sleep by media and by and by entertainment. Don't be lulled, don't be lulled to sleep by those things, but be watchful, be vigilant. Your adversary the devil is a roaring lion goes about seeking whom he may devour. He's looking for people who are unawares, looking for people who are in this dream state where they're denying reality and they're not even paying attention so much that they, they, their, their hearts are so far from God's word. Their, their knees have not been bent in a long time in prayer. Their, their heads have not been lifted up talking to the Lord in a long time. We must not be those type of people. We must be calling on the name of the Lord. We must be in tune with the Spirit of the Lord, and we must be awake and be watchful so that one day we can be in that group, that throng of people who are robed in white, have come out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. I'm thankful for that promise, and I want to be a part of that number. As we wrap up today, how can we how can we put this into practice this week. I just want to remind you to do this, the two things, these two themes that come up, the awake and the be watchful. So I want to challenge you this week to wake up. Wake up. It does not mean that we awake, does not mean, oh, that we're so hypersensitive to everything and we're scared half to death because of all the things that's happening in our world and we're going to worry about all this kind of stuff because so much bad stuff's happening. I don't mean that. Being awake does not, being awake does not deny reality. Being awake, you understand what's going on. You're awake and you're alert to it. And you're not denying reality, not unmoved by it. But let it let it draw us and stir us into prayer. Let it stir us and draw make us dive deeper into God's word. So I challenge you this week to waken yourself. And the second thing I challenge you to be watchful. Let your eyes be open this week. Let your ears be attuned to the Spirit. Be watchful in all that God is doing around you and let your spirit be in tune to what God's Spirit, let your spirit be in tune to what the Spirit would say to you and to the church in these last days. Dear Lord Jesus, we are so grateful, grateful for your hand of mercy that's extended to us. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the challenges in your word that we are called to stay awake. We're called to be watchful, to watch and pray. And I pray, God, in these last days that you would you would take fear and anxiety and worry away from your people, that you would let us not walk in fear, not walk in worry, not walk in anxiety, but still let us be awake. Let us be alert at what's going on. Let, let us be awake and watchful to see those around us that are lost, that need 
uh, need truth be told to them. Let us be awake and, and watchful and, and aware of what's going on around us. Fill us with your spirit. Let your spirit be alive in us, O oh God. Let us walk in faith and walk in hope. For one day, Lord, we will see you face to face. And we look forward to that day. And we thank you for that promise. And we want to live for you while we are here on this earth. That your name might be proclaimed to those who would hear it. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at PentecostalPublishing.com.